Welcome to Off the Beaten Path, But Not Lost. With Tony, Kristen, Kylie, and Lexi. Join us on this RV full-time living journey. Across the beautiful United States. Where the fellas? Welcome to episode 34. This one's all about homeschooling. Yep. It's not necessarily RV-ish related, but we're going to explain how we homeschool while RVing. So it is in there, but a lot of this stuff, we're going to talk about the curriculum and everything that we use. So a lot of this can be done even if you don't RV. This one's going to have a lot of links. So we'll have those in the show notes at thefiolas.com slash 34. We were always going to homeschool. This was before we even decided to live in an RV. Before we even had kids, I was going to homeschool. Yeah, I think that was pretty much on the table the whole time. (laughs) Yeah. I said, oh, you want to get married? You want to have kids? Just so you know, (laughs) we're homeschooling. (laughs) Do you have a problem with that? (laughs) Nope. (laughs) Okay, yes, we can get married. (laughs) Um, because I've always wanted uh, to homeschool my kids. Lots of reasons why, which we don't need to get into on this podcast, because everyone has their own reason for sending their kids to public school or homeschooling them. So we don't need to get into the reasons. This is all about homeschooling and how we do it. So before Tony quit his job and went on the road, I homeschooled the girls And it was a lot harder because I was also working from home. Well, even before Lexi was born, right? Yeah, yeah. When it was Lexi. Or Kylie. Whoever you are. (laughs) Yeah, whoever you are. Um, I was working 40 hours, but I was working online still. So I was able to watch the girls, and we got really, really lucky. The girls were super cool. They'd like, you know, during my conference calls, you know, they would be content um, watching a movie or whatever. And I think or I like only got coloring. Yeah, like, coloring. I think I only got one or two. Can you wipe my butts during a podcast? <laughs> or, podcast? You mean a, a or not conference call <laughs> during a conference call or, um, you know, fighting matches or something during during work. For the most part, uh, they were really, really good. And what I would do as far as homeschool goes is I would pl- I would plan the day before. And just, just to clarify here, Kylie is nine and in fourth grade. Yes, you don't even know what grade I am in. Nobody knows what grade you're in in homeschool. <laughs> Except my teacher. Yeah, nine years old, fourth grade. Nice, Dad. Good job. And Lexi is six in second grade? grade second grade okay um and so before tony quit they were in what second Ky- kylie would be in second grade yeah i think so because you just did it last year right in this year no 2020 oh okay this would be my third year so when i started she was in first grade or she, she was in sec she started second grade yep okay cool so i taught her in kindergarten and first grade so i will have to say that like as they got older, it probably would have been much more harder for me to do this. 
Um, and Lexi, I would just give her like little silly things to do to keep her busy. Um, but what I would do is I would plan the day before anything that we planned on doing. And then I would give them like random independent things to do throughout the day. And then we would do our bigger assignments in the evening. Yeah. So if you homeschool and you're a home, you know, full-time employee, um, you can always do homeschool at night and your kids can play during the day. Uh, so you make it work if, um, if that's what you need to do. Yeah. I, I remember when I was working at home or I'd go to work every day and I'd come home and, you know, in between making dinner and then after dinner, you guys would be working on like math or reading or something like that. Yep. The harder assignments we would do together and we do them in the evening. Yep. Yep. So that was before Tony quit. After he quit, things got much easier. Because <laughs> now he For just, you. <laughs> now he just teaches them all day, which is really nice. Before we get started talking about all the details, I did want to shout out Alexis from Never Say Someday. She actually interviewed us, um, and it's a homeschool article um, in Rootless Living with some other great families that she also interviewed. It's a good read. I'd highly recommend it. Yeah, it's a cool I think article. It's the March, April, March, April, twenty twenty-two. And the girls were very surprised to see them themselves in a magazine. Yeah, <laughs> I just handed them the magazine, and they were like flipping through it. And when they got to that page, their eyes got like super huge. It was so funny. Yeah, like as big as like a golf ball. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so details about our homeschool. So we are residents of Texas. And they have some of the best homeschool laws that we've seen. Yep. We came from Michigan, which also has really good homeschool laws, but Texas does as well. We specifically picked Texas for our residency because they have the best homeschool laws and they don't have state taxes. Yeah. Mostly because of the taxes. No, just kidding. <laughs> the homeschool laws were very, very important when I was making my decisions. There's a lot of states that have no taxes, like Florida, um, but the homeschooling's a little harder. And yes, I know there's ways to work around the Florida for you know, the Florida policies. But when you can technically live anywhere you want, <laughs> like if you're a full time RVer, why not live in the easiest spot? Yep. <laughs> so we picked Texas and their few rules they have is the instruction must be um, official, like it must like it must be bona fide, not a sham. Um, which we do. We have legit curriculum um the curriculum must be in visual form i don't know if road schooling would like fall under that like i don't know if they'd throw a fit about that or not you have to have some kind of like documentation and the curriculum must include five basic subjects so reading spelling grammar mathematics and then good citizenship yes which good citizenship is actually similar to like civics. It's teaching U.S. and Texas history, government, the Pledge of Allegiance, stuff like that, which we're pretty good at. One thing I have noticed on uh, to get these rules and stuff for homeschooling, I find that the HSLDA website is like the perfect site. It gives you all the rules per state. And you can also become a member with them, and they'll help you if you ever have any issues, um, like with the police or anything. <laughs> um, however, I did ask them how it works for us because we're full-time RVers and, like, how the rules apply to us, like, as we leave our state. They did say that 
after you leave the state for over, like if you're in a certain state for more than a month, you should follow their rules. So, eh, I mean, we're not, <laughs> like I don't worry about it too much um, because we're actually, we're kind of a strict homeschool. We, yeah, even we though stay we on have, top of it really good. Yeah. Even though Texas has really laxed policies, we still do like, we homeschool a full year, you know, like we have like a lot of days of homeschool and stuff. So if there's like um some some states have requirements on the amount of days you have to go, all of those we fill. Um, the things that we don't do is testing and we don't do like portfolios and stuff like that. I actually do do a portfolio, but it's not like <laughs> <laughs> required. So it's more my thing. Um, but we don't we don't do all those things like testing, you know, especially. So like if we're in a state longer than a month, you know, we could possibly run into some issues, but I don't think it would be because our kids are super smart and I think they would <laughs> have no and, issues once they talk to them. And when you say testing, do you mean like, like state yes. level, like yeah. a placement test kind of deal or? Well, um, some states actually require the kids to do state testing every year. Okay. Um, or like you have to do like some states require you send the curriculum that you're yeah. going to do like a like a outline. I think Florida is one of those lesson maybe? plans and stuff. Um, uh, I think a lot Florida of the... has some requirements like you have to. And honestly, like don't go. I know Texas. Yeah. <laughs> and I know Michigan because I was in those two states. So if you're in any other state, I would definitely go to that website and we'll have it linked in the show notes. Um but they have all of the rules and you, like I said, you can become a member with them and they'll help you if you ever run into any issues, which is really nice. Uh, but Florida does have some weird issues. Like there's a, you have to have a portfolio and I think they may do testing. I don't know if they do testing mm. or not, to be honest, but I do know you have to maybe show proof of um, like the work and stuff. And while we can do that, cause we do keep all of our work and everything, um, we could do that if we had to, I don't want to deal with it. Yeah. So like, <laughs> I just didn't want to deal with it. Um, I don't think I should have to deal with it and I didn't want to deal with it. And that's one thing that's kind of frustrating, like from state to state, the laws are so different. Yes. And that's, I guess for a full-time RVer, if you're not an escapee, like Florida or Texas, you know, they vary so much. Even South Dakota, like South Dakota would be awesome. But their homeschool laws are all wacky, I think. Yeah, they have str- – well, I, when, when I say stricter, I mean Texas is pretty laxed. Yeah. <laughs> There's no requirement on hours, no requirement on days. Um, you don't have to send any curriculum or agendas or um, anything in, and there's no testing. So it's pretty relaxed. Um, they just trust you. Yes. <laughs> they trust you to provide an education for your children. <laughs> Um, but anyways, moving on, we homeschool year round and because I'm really weird, <laughs> I hate starting a new year in the middle of anything. So like, for example, I have to have new journals. I have to have new, um, new everything, new calendar, new journals, new school year. So uh, our school year starts new in January. There's a name for that, but I'm not a psychologist, <laughs> so I won't bring it up. <laughs> Um, we don't follow the normal school year. We do, um, like our like Kylie started fourth grade in January. Yeah, we do like a calendar year. Yep. Which works out. I mean, people think year-round school, and they're like, ooh. But 
We take a lot of time <laughs> yeah. off. Yeah, I mean, that's the advantage of year-round school is we can take time off whenever we want. So if we're in a really cool spot, which happens a lot. <laughs> I mean, we've taken a lot of time off over the past couple of years, and we were still above, well above the, you know, like 180 days or whatever. Yeah, because we count. So um, we do count, like, field days and, you know, vacation days and stuff field like trips. that. Field trips. <laughs> we count those as school days, just like a regular school would. Um, and since we do a lot of those things, um, it helps us out. Well, we did, what, the Florida State Capitol on Saturday, and that was like a field trip, right? So that counts we learned school day. history and it was fun. But like days off, for example, um, you know, my parents came for the entire month of March and I think they did like four school days the entire month yeah. of March. <laughs> so we take plenty of time off. Um, and like every Friday they have like half days and stuff. So it's not like they're working their, their life away. <laughs> <laughs> the yep. All year round. We take plenty of time off. You know, we take a couple weeks in December and we take a couple weeks in around Thanksgiving and so on. Yeah, it's stuff. something comes up. Like I have to fix something on the RV. Pretty much they can just do like independent work mm -hmm. or, you know. Which when dad says independent work, it kind of means to me literally everything except one thing. Because <laughs> <laughs> well, all I have with dad is spelling. Yeah, Kylie's mostly independent now, which is nice. I miss it, though. So how long are... You miss it. I really miss it. I miss it. <laughs> I'm, supposed to, I'm supposed to do history with them, and it's not, I've been, not been doing very good at it. Can we do history tonight? <laughs> no. Let's move on. It's almost like our history is going in history. <laughs> <laughs> our typical homeschool day can vary, like, from start to finish 10 hours long we have done probably a 10 hour <laughs> homeschool day the kids were slacking off i'm always pretty much on track oh yeah you're perfect yeah i'm never distracted <laughs> never in the back room totally on track some days we count like our adventures or field trips as a homeschool day um like if we do a hike or a museum a zoo or like, you know, visiting a historic town or something like that. Yeah, so maybe they might do a little school in the morning, like a few hours, or I don't even know if like they a, do that. They, they do daily journals. Yeah. So that's, you know, that counts towards a homeschool. And then they go do one of those events, and that takes, you know, so those are long days. Um, if we're just doing book work, I mean, it's like four or five hours that they spend a day. If that. Mm -hmm. And that's with breaks. With a lunch. You take like an hour lunch every day. With sidetracks. Yeah. The dogs <laughs> have to go out 12 times a day. So there's always breaks. A 30-minute lunch. We take an hour every day. No matter yeah. how hard we try to not do, we take an hour. And there's always that like um, where they start talking, learning about something and end up five rabbit holes away. Well, yeah. Sometimes <laughs> there's something that we learn about and then we have to Google more. And then we end up watching the History Channel or something like that for like an hour. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, the goal is like around four or five hours um, a day, Monday through Thursday. Fridays are very short days. They have just some fun activities that they and, schedule on yeah. Fridays. Sometimes a little up. bit of makeup day, yeah. Mm -hmm. Makeup day? Not makeup like for your face, like ketchup, like your mom said. 
not like ketchup for your fries either. <laughs> Another thing that we get asked a lot is how much does it cost? And I don't even want to even try to figure this question out. <laughs> That's not, we don't really keep track of the, or you I don't, know. do you? No, I no? don't. Because <laughs> why would I do that? That would be an awful story. <laughs> um, we don't have a budget for this. You probably should have a budget and you should probably plan it out. Um, but I just start like, I don't know, October, we start buying the stuff for the new year and getting excited about new curriculums. If they finish something early, I normally buy the new one shortly after that if they want to continue that type of program. Um, so I just buy it at different times and so it doesn't hurt as much. And then I also do um, at like Thanksgiving, Black Friday, a lot of the places will have discounts, Christmas, so on. But I, I don't keep track of any of it. And I wouldn't recommend you do either. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> you should do you should do what's best for your pocketbook. <laughs> yeah. But there's actually a lot of free resources out there, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, you don't even have to buy the curriculums and stuff. I mean, you could really, I mean, I, this, I don't want this podcast to really break it down yeah. that, that far. There's so many good resources, especially on YouTube, that you could look into um, to get free resources and, or like, um, very cost-effective resources. And we do too. It's just that we buy a lot. Like, you know, we've, let's, I've let's, gotten a little better, but at one, at some times, Kylie's had like four English programs at one time. <laughs> but now I think she only has two, right? Yep. Or Lexi has two. Kylie has one. Yeah. Yeah. No, Kylie has two. She's got IEW and. Oh, yeah. Been, <laughs> yes. been yep. Yep. <clears throat> Yeah, I'm bad. I kind of double up programs because I just, you know, it's that's kind of a, a fault is you want to make sure that they're learning all the things. Another hard thing about homeschooling, especially for us, is storage. Uh, if you have a school, like if you have a home, <laughs> a house. If you have a house, sticks and bricks house. <laughs> yeah, I'm like... This is, if you have a house with like a school room or like a dedicated area, it's a lot easier. You can have a bookshelf with all the things that you need and a desk and, you know, whatever. Yeah, you can have unlimited things. Yeah. With us, we have one media center. <laughs> we call it the media center. It's like a rolling bookshelf. The two bottom shelves are books, educational books, regular books to read, all of that. And then on the very top shelf, that's kind of where all of our curriculum and stuff yeah, that's like the daily stuff. Yeah, the daily stuff that sets. And then we have a tote outside that holds future stuff. Or think, done stuff. I think we have like four totes. Yeah, right? technically. So we have one tote that's kind of for like future stuff that we're going to be getting into that year. Yeah. Or soon. And I try not to buy too far in advance. <laughs> um, and then there's a tote of, you know, things that we've finished that we have to put in the storage unit when we get back to Michigan. Um, we have a craft bin yep. with like crafting and stuff. art supplies. Art and supplies. Yep. We have some extra school supplies, extra pencils, pencils and, and like erasers. Erasers. And then, as far as like the curriculum that we use, we don't we don't have anything like there's different types of homeschool, and we have like a mixed homeschool. We do a little bit of the classical. We do a little bit of road school. We ha I mean, we have lots of different approaches that we do. Um, so when we get down to the curriculum section, there's going to be a huge mix of stuff. Also, part of storage is what we do with all of the work after it's done. 
So, and there's a lot of it. Yeah. <laughs> so art projects. Let's start there. Um, if the art project is not huge, <laughs> we hang it up for a while on this little like twine that we have in our RV with like some clips on it. Um, it hangs there for a little while. And then when that gets filled up or gets annoying, we will scan it and then throw it away <laughs> or, or send it to grandparents. Yeah, we've sent it with yeah. grandparents and yep. they and can frame it and hang it up if they want. And all of the scanned images, we ha- I keep track of all of their folder. Like I have folders of all their all their schoolwork. Um, and so we scan their artwork and it gets put into those folders. But I also put it on my screensaver, which plays all the time. So we actually see their artwork all the time. Yeah, it's like it's continuously like scrolling artwork. Yeah, on my computer screen and my like big monitor in our RV. So it's kind of cool. Um, if it's too big to be scanned, we'll take like a really good photo of it um, and then do the same thing. Throw it in that thing that scans through. We also put that in their folders and then we throw it away or give it to family mm-hmm. <laughs> if we're around family. And it's kind of, it. at first when I first started throwing the stuff away, it was kind of hard because, you know, my my mom kept all of our stuff forever. Yeah, um, I still have a ton of stuff when I was a kid. But now it's kind of cool because it's all digital and it's like playing for us all the time. I definitely see this artwork way more than I saw my artwork mm-hmm. in a box in the garage. So, Yeah, and when you do it like that digitally, you can send it to like digital picture frames yep. and stuff like that. Yeah, which is really cool. And then we also scan all their work. So we will cut the book open um, and just scan the entire workbook and then save that in the folder as well. So every single piece of work they've done, even if it's like a worksheet or like if we went to somewhere and they did like a scavenger hunt. Yeah, like a scavenger hunt somewhere or like a little whatever workbook at one of the field trips we go on. Or like the Junior Ranger books and stuff. Those are all scanned. Yep. Yep. We scan all of those and we put all of those in their folders and all of that information is saved each year. So, which is also better than, you know, if we had a house, I I probably would keep that stuff, but I would end up throwing it away eventually. And this way it's all saved. I have every single thing they've ever done. Is it sad when we throw away your work? (laughs) <laughs> but you like that we scan it and have it. Do you ever sit there and just watch mom's screensaver? Mm-hmm. I do, too. There's a lot of cool projects, though. The worst part is when you see something cool, like right at the end and it changes, then you have to sit there for 15 minutes and watch it for it to come back. Yeah. Not that I do that. but <laughs> um, Another thing we do is we when we get new stuff when we order new curriculum or whatever we will scan it and then print it out for later like we scan it um and then bind it with a binder yeah or a lot of them uh, have downloadable yeah things yeah so we have like like our math programs for example i just buy the downloaded version because it's super hard to have it sent to me (laughs) so i'll just buy the downloaded version and actually they're Math program, I think, is free now, which is crazy to download. So I think she's made all the math and language arts free. Um, I don't know how they make money, but um, <laughs> so if you're not getting it, actually, you're not purchasing the book and you're going to print it at home, you can download it 
for free, I think. Now. Yeah, and then we just print it out. Um, so, yes. So we print it out, and then we bind it, and we have two different binders. We have a, a like, a more serious binder, which we'll link. We bought it on Amazon. And that one's good for, like, big. Yeah, for doing, like, 25 pages at a time. Yes. Um, and it has like a spiral that like goes through it. Um, and then the other one is a, what's that, what's that thing called? Click it binder or something like that. Something like, it's more for like the, um, the shorter units that we do that are more like something that we'll have done quick so we can bind them. And then it's like a removable, um, spiral or binding. Yeah. It'll open. So you can open it and put new, put new stuff in it as yep. you go. So it's a lot easier. Or like, yeah, if it takes us two weeks to finish that thing we can just i can just you know take the thing off scan the thing and then save it for later all right so let's talk about the curriculum that we use and used used have used (laughs) have used (laughs) so let's talk math first uh when we first started using math we did singapore math do you remember that kylie yeah, it was like... <laughs> that was a long time ago. It was a long time ago. I think we did it when you were in kindergarten. Actually, it was just probably just... Actually, I think I remember it a little bit. Yeah, it was a little, like, simple stuff. There was, like, pages, and you did just Lexi did the math. It? Yeah, Lexi did it. Oh, yeah, maybe Lexi repeated. I do not I do not re- remember it at all. I don't... Oh, yeah, I think I remember Lexi Yeah, it's like a page a day. Yeah, like a page, or a page or two a day. Um, and we did that in kindergarten. And what we did is I, like... When we first bought the book, I scanned it and then um, and then put it in its own little binder and let Kylie do it. And then when Lexi was old enough to do it, we let her just we just printed it off again and did it again for her. So while Kylie was doing the Singapore math, they came out with the good and the beautiful math. And I was really excited to try that out. However, it wasn't like um, out until like halfway in the year or something, if I remember right. So I actually can't had... can't have that. Can't yeah. start it halfway through the year. We got to wait. So I had Kylie doing two maths at one point. <laughs> um, but now she's finally caught up on those. And um, she's she she was doing one math and it would like move over into the new year and it was gave, giving me major anxiety. But now I think she does one math in one year, which is nice. Um, but we do the good and the beautiful math, and that's their main math program. Yeah, what are you doing math for right now, right? Yes. Um, but this one I don't do with Dad anymore. This one's just a video. Yes. Do you well, like that better? No. It, no. It's a video, and then you do your own work. There's things that I help you with. So why do you say no? Tell us about it. Um, because I miss dad teaching us. Oh, okay. But you do like it other than that. Yes. Okay. Because <laughs> people are wondering, like, if it's something they should get for their kids, if it's a good yeah. program. Mm-hmm. So before Math 4, though, it's not videos. It's hands-on with the parents. And Lexi, you're doing Math 3. 2. 2. You're doing Math 2, right? Uh-huh. <laughs> do you like it? Uh-huh. And Math 2, I do with you. The whole lesson. Yeah. Well, most of it. Then you have your own independent section. But Two or one pages of my independent stuff in my math. And do you guys, I mean, out of all the math programs, do you like those? I mean, you really haven't used much else. Well, they did, well, preschool prep. Yes. And they still do that, right? 
Um, Lexi does. I do flashcards. Oh, no, Kylie does. She's a multiplication one. Yes. So preschool prep is another really cool program. We'll talk, we'll come back to the good and the beautiful. So preschool prep is really cool. I would definitely recommend checking them out. This is one that they used from pre-K. Yeah. We had <laughs> it, all the videos and. Yes. And they teach like your letters and your numbers and your shapes, colors. colors. Yeah. So, <clears throat> and so I would have like a conference call and I would put one of those videos on and they would sit there and learn their colors or whatever. It was really nice. They're very effective, but they are. <laughs> super annoying. <laughs> they are super annoying because it's just, it's red. repetition. Red. 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 Yeah. Red. Red. <laughs> Red. But the girls knew, they learned from it. Like, yes. they learned really well. Yes, they learned all of them. So I would highly recommend those the, that program for any newbie um, because they're really good. And they go all the way up to division and math. So um, it's not just for pre-K. Yeah. Kylie has multiplication and division right now that she's working on with them. Yeah, and it's not like, like the difference between that and like the good and the beautiful the good and the beautiful is really like a whole curriculum she's in grade four math in that where um the preschool prep stuff's more fun you know what i mean i would say that in the beginning though it it is a cur- i mean it could be used as a curriculum mm-hmm. um but it's more like um i don't know what were those things called like multiplication men oh, what was that minute madness or something you had to know. like do your multiplication tables in like a minute in school i don't, I don't remember. remember that um but it's like that they're you know they learn a fact family and so they only have like you know that like two plus three is five five minus three is two <laughs> and it's like a whole page like that um so they sometimes re- dad would like time me mm-hmm. yeah so you really learn it which is cool um, but the other programs are really neat as well. Uh, and so I would recommend that once they get a little older, they don't have anything other than math though. I don't think they do have like blends and, um, digraphs yeah. and stuff like that, which I think are cool. Um, my kids both did those as well. They did all the workbooks for that. Um, so come back to the good and the beautiful. Um, they just recently revamped their math program and now it's called the simply math for the good and beautiful and that's the one kylie's talking about that has the video plus lexi's in a simply math as well that um it's a little bit different than the past math programs Mm -hmm. and so we have used their past math programs as well tony do you like yeah i like i like the old one um i feel like the simply math curriculum is a little shorter lesson Mm-hmm. But it still teaches you everything you yeah, need. Yeah, pretty much. And it is a spiral approach. So go ahead. And um, and you get a lot of practice in the video as well. Oh, that's good. I haven't watched any yeah, of the videos because so. Kylie's she she watches a video at the beginning of the lesson, but if she can't for some reason, um, like the other day it wouldn't load for some. I don't know if it was their website or whatever. Um, it has a mini a lesson. Mini lesson at the beginning that you can just review. Without a video. Oh. So you can do so one it's or the kind other. Of, it's kind of like the beginning of a math when dad used to teach us. I see. Except you read it. So yep. you don't do the mini lesson if you watch the video? No, you don't. You can review it if you want, but I don't. Because she technically teaches and practices with me the entire video. <laughs> and you, in the there's a video lesson, and you... And there's, like, boxes in there that you have to fill out things. And you pause the video for about, like, five seconds. 
And she watches those videos on her phone, and it's really nice. Or just, iPad. Yeah, she just goes away and does that and comes back. I can put on my headset. Yep. Um, Lexi. So what do you think about it, Lex? Go ahead. I like about it is, so where it says what, what I have to do, like, let's say, time part eight. <laughs> I have a lot of time. Uh, and it has this little box, and there's, like, stuff to read, and after you read the stuff, there's, like, five problems you have to do. Normally, I have just one page of independent stuff in my math, or maybe I have, like, two Sometimes, too. They have, like, yeah. an extra activity. Is it fun, though? Is it one of your favorite subjects? I think math, two is probably my favorite math so far. Mm. So do you like this simply math better than the old math? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Um, and it was a long time ago, but I had this very long lesson. I just had to do the purple stuff. And then the next day I had to do the orange. And it was probably like 100 pages. There was a sec, uh, <laughs> section assessment. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it was probably like five pages. but That's awesome. Felt like 100, right? <laughs> yes, it did. But anyway, so we really highly recommend the Good and the Beautiful math program. We like them a lot. And we've done other maths, too, like... Um, Evan Moore stuff. We've done Evan Moore mm -hmm. workbooks, but we did um, math facts that stick. Oh, yes. Those are kind of like an, more of like an add-on. Yeah, I know? would recommend those, too. They're they're quick, though. So, like, I think they're like five weeks or something. Yeah. yeah each one, actually, is different. So they have math addition facts that stick, subtraction, um, multiplication, and then I maybe division. I don't know if they do or they, not. I don't know if the girls have done the multiplication and division yet, though. No. Um, but the subtraction and addition are really cool. They teach you different steps. We'll we'll link those as well. But they teach you different... Um, like strategies. Strategies each day, and then you get to play games. And they're really cool. They, they teach them some quick strategies that they learn their facts pretty quick. Yep. I forgot about that one. Language arts. So... This, <laughs> this is the one that I like kind of got a little crazy with. And at times the girls have had <laughs> lots of different language arts. Um, so outside of the curriculums, we've done Evan Moore where there were like different worksheets and things. We had the preschool prep that has like the, um, you know, the ending words or what are, what are they? Suffixes and stuff. Yeah, like yeah. all those things, yep. Digraphs and... Yep. Um, so we had that. We also did other worksheets that I find randomly that teach, like, different things. Um, we did lessons. Lessons of a living education. Yes. We did that. We did only... We only did it once. Um, and it's okay. Uh, well, Kylie did it. I remember that, but... Didn't Lexi do it last year? Well, she did the same one that Kylie did. Okay, yeah. Skin, yeah. Um, but we didn't get any other books. Um, and I, I don't know. I'm not as big. I feel like there's a lot of holes in that program. Well, also for that one, um, when you're doing another 
language arts curriculum, like we're doing uh, Good and Beautiful or whatever, a lot a lot of times you're doing the same thing twice. Yeah. And the other one has more holes. It's a little bit quicker and easier, though. So what our main program is, we started the girls on All About Reading. And they did this. Kylie did it until level three. Uh, And then she stopped in the middle of it because she could read really good. And we figured we would just let her read during that time instead of doing All About Reading. Um, Lexi is in level is she, in, is she in three right now? I'm in three. Yeah, yeah she's in three right now. Um, and she wants to finish it. She really likes all about reading. She wanted to buy level four, but I think I'm going to talk her out of it because she can also read really well. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I'd rather her spend that time reading, you know, novels and chapter books and nonfiction and stuff like that than uh, reading. I love my cat book so far. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Um, So after they get to a stage where they can read, like, independently, um, we stop all about reading, and then they spend that time reading on their own. And they can, for the most part, pick their own books. We kind of have a say in it, (laughs) if it's, like, a silly book. Or Kylie, she would read, what would you read every day if you could? Um, my Kindle. No, what what book? Hmm. Those pet volunteer books. Yeah, probably those. <laughs> I was going to say like Dinopedia or, or something. Or yeah, dinosaur books. But she, I mean, she was reading all of the pet volunteer books and she's like, I don't know, four or five books in. And I'm like, can we read something else now? Like you take a break from those <laughs> for a and little then, while. Yeah, she gets so into it. She just starts burning through them. Like, yeah, she'll read. I mean, she read one one time, an entire book, chapter book um, while we on a drive day, yeah. On a drive day. So, and Lexi does the same thing. She gets on like a kick and she'll read through books really quick. Um, Sometimes I read one whole book in probably 30 minutes <laughs> in one day. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you'll fi- Lexi, Lexi will finish like a book in like two days. <laughs> yeah, they're smaller chapter books. Well, that's how you know you're doing good. When you have to tell them to slow down when they're reading. Yeah, we go through books so quick. Sometimes it's a little extreme, and that's why the Kindle (laughs) is a great asset in our house because we can buy books on there, and they don't stack up. And we can get them when they don't have anything. Like right now, Lexi's reading a book on there because we didn't have any books for her to read. (laughs) We literally had nothing. (laughs) It actually drives me nuts when we have a bunch of books, and they're all over the place. Um, Outside of All About Reading, we also have All About Spelling, um, and this they're both still doing. Um, what, Kylie, what level are you in right now? She's on four. Okay, and Lexi's in level... Two. Two. Um, and All About Spelling is a good program. It teaches you, like even Kylie, I think we'll keep going with those. Do you guys like doing the All About Spelling? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, they're fun. And it really does help you, right, learn how to spell different words. Yes. Or it teaches you the rules. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Spelling rules. And we don't get like, okay, so we also do, let me come back to this all about spelling in a second. We also do the good and the beautiful. And we've started this from the very beginning as well. But when they were doing the other programs, we would skim 
the lesson for all about reading or I'm sorry, the good and the beautiful. And they would only do like some of it. We'd skip a lot of it. Um, and I think now they still skip the spelling, right? Or do you do that with them? I do it with Lexi. I don't know. Kylie, um, she, well, Kylie's has more like challenging ones now. Okay. So you still do them. It's just kind of like a challenge. We don't do them all, but mm-hmm. we do some of them. I love spelling my words. Mm-hmm. So we, while I say we have like multiple language arts programs, we don't do them fully. We do skip around and the good and the beautiful. We don't do every, every single thing in there. Now they do a little bit more because they've stopped doing the other programs, but the good and the beautiful is a very good program. It yeah, has I, I like a, doing that a one lot with of them. everything. Yeah. They've also done a ton of different handwriting books. I don't even remember. Kylie, help me out. Um, the good and beautiful. <laughs> um, is that what you're doing right now, Lex? Yeah. Yeah. So she's her handwriting. Mm-hmm. Uh, was the cursive state one writing? Yeah. All Patriotic right. handwriting or penmanship. Patriotic penmanship. That was mm-hmm. a good one. We had another one that you guys. What was the animal one? Remember that was actually um. It was the just copy a book. Work? Yeah, the copy workbook. Yeah, that was fun. We always try to get some kind of handwriting and have them do it. Right now, Kylie doesn't have one, but she does handwriting. Or do you? No, I don't do one. But technically, my IW kind of is handwriting. Yeah. Or no, Fix It Grammar. Fix It Grammar is kind of like my handwriting. Yeah, both of those, yeah. On Fridays, they have letter writing. <laughs> uh, where they write to their cousins or their grandma or grandpas. Are we write a postcard or a story? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Some sort of writing. And then what else do you have in language arts? IEW. And what is that? Who is your teacher in IEW? Andrew Padilla. Do you like him? Yes. Yes. He's funny. He's funny. Almost every single, there's two parts. And then uh, there's also an option when you're getting it ready. Um, There's videos. And duties, <clears throat> but there is part one, part two, and like helping you organize your binder. Yeah, yeah. So they have um, DVDs or online, and so if you're not driving around the internet, driving around the country looking for the best internet hotspot, uh, you could probably just do the online version, which is perfectly fine. I'm sure we do the DVDs. Plus, we have those in the future for Lexi. Yep. And it's a good program as well. Um, Kylie has, so it's a writing program that I'll link to it because I'm not very good at explaining it. Um, I watched some really good videos on it and they sold me. And then. Did you see it at a homeschool convention? Um, yeah, yeah. He's, he, I've heard him speak at a homeschool convention. Yeah. Um, but I didn't even think about getting it then. But then I saw it. What happened was. All these programs that we have didn't really touch too much on creative writing or like actual like writing stories and stuff. And so I wanted to make sure that we were touching on that or getting some experience in that. And I've noticed a huge improvement in Kylie's writing. And Lexi. Yeah. Yeah. Lexi does it as well. Lexi has her own IEW. Yep. Do you like it, Lexi? Kind of. Kind of. What don't you like about it? Writing 10,000 paragraphs. <laughs> Actually, the, the you only get up to three paragraphs. 
per lesson. Yeah. Does Lexi only have three paragraphs? Yeah. And oh. she doesn't even do them all in the same day. It's split up. So. <laughs> Um, and she then, likes it. She she likes to do it. She asks to do it every day. And they're all different stories, and so they're all different, like fun. Like I just finished. I just did my final draft today. Yeah, I really like watching Kylie do it because she spreads it all out, and yeah, she looks like a little, I don't know, schoolgirl. <laughs> looks so cute. Um, but she has um, when she first started doing that program, it. She wasn't as creative as she is now. <laughs> I mean, well, now they just a lot use of, a like lot of different words. Style. Yes, the words that you use now are like your book that you're the I don't know paper that you're writing now. That's going to be like a book, the one that. So she's actually writing something in her own free time um, on Fridays. She's typing it up. And it's like how many chapters now? It's got up to like I think ten, six chapters. Yes. And what's it called? Uh, the Night Dragon or the Dragon Knight. <laughs> and it's really good. It's it has um it just kind of like uh, I don't know, it like you said, it has different you different words. I mean, I remember you made that one story. What was that one with all the names? Do you remember? <laughs> Some but a horse <laughs> horse story. Do you remember it? <laughs> Tell me their names. I don't I don't remember. Do you know Lex? Like Maybe. Serena, Marina, Tarina, Barina. <laughs> Do you remember? <laughs> they were all rhyming. And now you're just a little bit more creative, I think. And I think that's good. That's what the whole program's about is being more creative. So I would highly recommend that program. I think that there is, like Lexi's age has, and again, she's second grade. I have to keep thinking about that, and that's really sad to me. Um, they have a program for her, and that's not too hard for her, is it? No. No. Okay. It's like a, I don't know, it's a slower approach to the same thing Kylie's doing, mm -hmm. but she's actually learning the same thing, uh, I guess maybe a slimmed down version of what Kylie's learning. Yeah. And I think that's, I think each level is the same thing. It just gets a little harder. Yeah. Um, so Lexi's learning the same thing. So when Lexi does Kylie's program, she'll know it better probably because she's done the one that she has now. And Kylie didn't have that because we yeah. just started it. Um, but Kylie really likes it. And then part of that program is the grammar. Fix it grammar. Oh, fix it grammar. Mm -hmm. And so that one, there's about four sentences each week. And you do that with the IEW after you're done with the lesson or before. Um, but there's the sentence. <laughs> then there's a, a vocabulary word that you write down on a different piece of paper or something. And then you, like, look it up or in the teacher's book there's... It's what the vocabulary word means. Yeah, and I usually give that to you, the definition. And so yeah. the whole time you're writing like a huge paragraph, right? Or a huge yeah. story. I just keep adding sentences to these yep. paragraphs and stuff. Yep, and she learns um, proper punctuation and, you know. Paragraphs and how to make paragraphs. Yep. And So they also do journals. Every day they have like, I mean, they have... They don't have to do it every day, I don't think, but they do every day. Write something in there. Um, and that's my goal is to get them addicted to it. So <laughs> as they get older, they um, – because I love journaling, but I can never stay on track. Um, 
And so I'm trying to get them addicted to it so that when they get like 18 and I can't tell them to do it anymore, they already have 18 books. Then why didn't you save my first journal? I did. All your journals I've saved. What about the blue one? Yeah. I thought you... I thought you t- took out the pages. Well, we scanned it. Oh, yeah. When when there were, like, notebooks, I didn't save those. Now but they have bullet them. journals. So. Yeah, now we have bur- the bullet journal, like, nice book, and we keep those. Um, Where did you put my unicorn book? I scan those. We scan that. Mm-hmm. Any of the notebooks we scan, we don't keep those. But the nice yeah. bullet journals, I've kept all of those. and So hopefully you have at least 15 stacked up. When you when you leave us, they'll be fun to read when you're like thirty. Yeah, you can look back. go back and read all of them. Because there there was a picture I drew, and I drew a pretty nice car. <laughs> Proud of that one. We saved it. Lexi actually likes journaling. She has an adventure journal book that she always writes in on our hikes and stuff, and then like drive days. Sometimes she'll write in it, and then she has the journal. And Kylie has um, a three year question and answer book. Do you like that? Yeah. I'm already on my second year. Yeah, so is it fun seeing what you did the year before? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and sometimes I'll just put, like, three words. <laughs> I had fun. <laughs> I, I liked, I had fun reading there, reading in the past year, so I actually got myself one, too. So I'm pretty excited for that. Except when was the last time you did it? I know. I need to. <laughs> I got to go back a few days. And then to fill in the gaps, so those are our main programs. We make sure we focus on math and language arts. Um, that is the, the 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 largest part of our day is spent on those programs, making sure that the kids know math and language arts, and then everything else falls in place. <laughs> um, and so we do, you know, gather around um, mini units. Those are really fun. Um, and when we get those, they have a ton of them. We'll link them. Um, we've done an ocean one. We've done dinosaurs. Have we, did we do dinosaurs no, with them? No, That was our own unit. We did creepy collies, which is like bugs and stuff. Yeah, we've and we have some too that we have to do still. Forms of government. Yeah. Wait, is there a Keepy dinosaur cockies? What? Is there a dinosaur gather around? I think so. Or, I don't know. I'll have to look and see. Um, but I have some right now that you guys need to do. I have to get those out. Um, but we have quite a few of those. I'll link a few different, few different versions of our favorites, but they have tons. I mean, they do have a dinosaur one now, I think. Um, they have, um, inventions that looks really history. cool. Yep. They have a U.S. history and. We did a president um, one. Yep. And like, Farm. we learned about like capitals and like the Senate and stuff. Yeah. That was the government, mm-hmm. I think. And then they have farming, and they just have some really cool units. And for those, since we actually, so they're made to use just those. Like, you don't have to do any other curriculums. And by the way, those are not that expensive. So if you're looking for a less expensive approach and you don't want to buy curriculums, you can just get these and do everything. However, um, we just kind of skip through some of that stuff and do um, anything that's yeah, the theme-related. Because they have... Um They'll have like a language arts section where we're already doing our own language arts. We don't really have to worry about that. Mm-hmm. So unless I mean, the kids, sometimes the kids are interested enough and they want to do it. They, we just let them do it. So, yeah. But mainly, yeah, if it's uh, like the ocean unit, we just pretty much stick to that the theme. theme yeah, yeah, the theme related activities. And, and there's knowledge. about 20 lessons in each one. Yeah. Yep. So they last um, 
Well, they last us longer because sometimes we put them off. But we can stretch it out. <laughs> yeah, Dad. Dad, we, I every every day I used to beg Dad like, and le- like we escaped like five days. I was like, it's time to do gal around. <laughs> yeah, it's fun and the kids like it a yeah. lot. It could, they could easily be done in a month, but um, they can last or us twenty a couple, days. Yeah, they can last us a couple months. Yeah, usually we don't do it every day. We also did our fifty states by Nutgrass. Yeah, that was fun. Yep. That was a lot of fun. You guys remember that? Mm-hmm. Um, that's a really cool program because it it tells you about the state. It has a fun story, local story, which I thought was really neat. There's a song that you learn. Yep. Like folk songs and stuff like back from way back in the day, history. Yep. And so that's a really cool program if you're looking at learning the United States. And it's an entry-level approach, so younger kids can do that. And we added, uh, we added like a ton of stuff to our travel book, like our bucket list book from that program. Yep. Mm-hmm. We and also do. Oh, go ahead. And it learned, and it talked about like the state animals or like the yeah. trees. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in your workbook, you'd have to learn about well, you, uh, like they touched on like yeah the state animal the and you'd have to learn the flag and all that stuff. So we also bought some fun mini units from the Waldock Way. Yep. Which ones did we get? We got the um, 50 or 60 national parks. Yeah, it, it had um, 60. Was there 60 in that one? I don't in know. In that unit? I don't know how many are in the unit that she has. All of them. All of them are in there. I don't think so. I think it's. I think it was missing a couple. Cause it was like okay, s- what are we talking about? The national park unit we did where you first learned about Great Smoky Mountains. Yeah. Do you remember? <laughs> no. That's funny. You don't remember. It was like a, um, it was like a stack, and there's um, three books: Dad's book, our book. Uh, it was your book, my book, and Dad's book. And you had to do different things, like talk about what you could do in the park, and you put hike for everything. Yeah, literally every park <laughs> you would add hike. Tony would be like, "Okay, so what are the activities you can do in this park?" And Lexi'd be like, "Hike." <laughs> Well, part of the program is um, you watch a video. There's a YouTube video associated with it. And you can, like, draw pictures. And then we also did some good and beautiful units. We had some science units there. I think we've done um, an ocean one, uh, kingdoms and classifications. There is a paleontology one that Kylie wants, just so you know. She just yes. did Evan Moore Science. Yes. Each one of them had a different workbook. But hold on. Back to Good and Beautiful. Um, those are a little... Um, so if you're looking for a themed unit, I would say the, the gather round are easier to do, probably, and easier to kind of flow through. But the Good and the Beautiful are more focused. And it's not based on, like grammar and math and all this other stuff it's it's focused strictly on the science of it so it's it's all science of that topic or whatever topic it is it's all about that topic they also do some out school classes we've filled in some gaps there uh, with those those are really cool um i like the like kyle lexi what what's your favorite out school class what do you mean out school what did you do for out school I did like fancy classes and I get like get dressed up. Yeah. In like a princess dress or something. Yep. 
And then you had snacks and tea. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and well, you guys talked about your day or something? What did you guys do? It wasn't really tea. <laughs> like I mean, one day, I, think, I think one day I put something in there. What did I put in there? You put water, but with the, with the water dye. Oh, uh, the juice? Yeah. Stuff? Yeah. yeah. So, Lexi, um, what did you guys talk about? We talked about, like, fancy words. <laughs> did you learn, like, a French word or something? It's fun, though. Yeah, Learned about did. being fancy. <laughs> and we've done um, a mammoth or ice age, ice age animals. Um, that I like out school a lot. I think it's super fun. Oh, you did a reptile one? Yeah. That was fun. She she uh, showed me a bunch of different snakes, like rainbow boas. Yeah, they were like sli- slimmering, slimmering all over. Slivering. Well, one, she held a, up a big tube filled with like... I think it was filled with water, but she held up a big box cube, kind of rectangle, and there's like this giant thick snake inside. Yeah. Pretty. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you took notes on that one, I think? Yeah, she had her like notepad out. And at the end, it was like a legless lizard. (laughs) (laughs) But I really like that, that program as well. We also make our own units. So right now, um, history is one that we've kind of done our own. But we've done dinosaur units in the ba- in the past. We did a Morning women basket. history one, um, and some others. And those are fun. And for those, I just get a bunch of books. Uh, when we're when we were stationed in one area, the women history one. I think we were in Florida. Yeah. And we went to the library to get a lot of the books, um, which was nice. Um, but when we're moving a lot, it's a little bit harder to do that. So we do a lot of used books and stuff. I'll link those in the show notes. I think I've linked them before, but I'll link them again because those are very useful. So <laughs> we bought a ton of history books. We're doing history this year, and I'm super excited about it. And I bought, like, I don't know, 300 bucks. <laughs> um, can we do m- my fancy classes again? Yeah. <laughs> Hold on. Um. So when we when we did in morning baskets, it's barely like we ever did it in the morning. Sometimes we do it in the middle of the day <laughs> or at night. It was kind of our gather round basket. Yeah, it was technically almost called the day basket. Yeah, because <laughs> we do it at any point in the day. It was just stuff that they did together, right? That you guys did together as a group. And, and the dinosaur one, I really liked the dinosaur one because we read about different dinosaurs. And when Dad read, Lexi and I got to play with their toy dinosaurs. Yep. And then you guys would journal, yeah. about, uh, pick a dinosaur and journal about it, like interesting facts and that kind of thing. You guys don't really have any gather-round type things going on right now, so we should get one of those units. I have some. I have a couple gather actual gather-round units. Maybe I'll print some off, something off for you. Because I do like it when you come together and do some projects together. I think it's good. And then we had art. So art is something that's very interesting because you can easily download or you can go to YouTube and, you know, get stuff for free. But we actually did the Deep Space, what's it called? Deep Space Sparkle. Yeah, Deep Space Sparkle. Um, And I did that for like a year membership and that was fun. She is such a good teacher and now she has a pr- program called Primary where it's like a, a monthly subscription. So it's almost a little better. I was actually looking at it for you girls again. Um, and most of our artwork that we did was mostly that. Yep. yep. Like we did some hedgehogs. <laughs> yep. Yeah. No, I don't think the hedgehogs were hers, were they? I think so. Yeah. I thought that was um, 
from the other program. Not out school, but... No, Deep Space Sparkle. No, I think that was um, Stitch. What's that? What's that other one that you see um, ads for him all the time on YouTube? I don't see him. Skillshare. No, don't know. Yeah, I think the hedgehog was Skillshare. But you had a ton of other animals and the dinosaur in the building. Oh, yeah. You, like, created buildings with, like, markers. And then you cut, draw a dinosaur and cut it out and put it on that picture. Like in front of it, it was really cool. And there, you can like put like the little cars. Yeah. Yeah, I did a Walmart semi truck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there's some cool art projects in there. I'll link to them. I think they're really cool. And I like their primary because it's like a monthly and you can just turn it on and off when you want. I think that's really cool. Another thing we like to do for education is life skills. Yep. Like taking care of the house, folding your clothes, clothes, dishes, which they don't really do very much of. But well, now I miss doing the dishes. <laughs> you say that until it's time to do dishes. So that's interesting because when when they first started like folding clothes, for example, they would throw the biggest fits mm-hmm. ever. I wouldn't. Lexi would. Yeah, Lexi would just like be in there all night because it was she, like the end of the world. Yeah, <laughs> to do hers, and now she just goes in and does it. Yeah. Not just house things, but also survival skills. You know, starting a fire, tying knots. A lot of it is like we just, you know, we'll be doing something and I'll think of like, what would you do if something happened? You know, like, who would you call right now if, you know, whatever. But mostly what we do now for survival skills is like fold clothes or do the dishes. (laughs) (laughs) I like to like... You know, or if like we're being learn late. to cook. Yeah, if we're like, being late. Like stuff that y- you'd do if it was Armageddon. <laughs> That's it. Tony and I are like la- being lazy on the couch and Kylie says she's hungry. I'm like, okay, it's Armageddon and your parents aren't here. Make yourself some food. <laughs> and so we watch her make her food. <laughs> and sometimes at movies, when we're watching movies, I'm like, how, how long do you put the popcorn in for? <laughs> <laughs> You know, just everyday things that you should be teaching your kids anyways. We count those as school projects and school things as well. Another goal we have is to visit all the Capitol buildings. Um, So that, I think, is very educational. We can teach, you know, the differences between the states, state government versus federal government. Um, There's a lot of lessons to be learned there. Um, um, So that's really educational, and I, I have fun doing that. Um, And then also visiting the national parks is another goal that we have. So that's also something that we kind of put into that category where they're learning outside of books. Yeah. And then finally, this podcast. (laughs) Um, This is hard. It's hard to talk on a podcast about stuff. I mean, we do an awful job, I think. (laughs) And I think our kids do amazing. And um, it's it's hard for them to do it and stay on track and not get too carried away and learn all the skills that go along with that. Um, I think that's good. And then eventually, as we do this, we'll teach them how to edit the podcast mm-hmm. and um, maybe edit photo photos and videos. And all that would of, be a lifesaver. Yeah, I've got thousands of hours of video that you can start editing. Yeah, that we've never done anything with. Um, so I think there's a lot of learning possibilities there as well. 
And by the way, speaking in front of people is very hard. So I think you guys are doing great. Yeah. <laughs> Not technically in front of people, but people do listen. So what is your favorite part of homeschooling? I'll go first. I love that we can control what our children are learning, what we focus on, what we don't focus on. Um, we give them the basics of some things, you know, that we don't feel that are that need to take up that much time to learn. Um, and other things we can dive into. We can also um, dive into things that you actually care about, um, that the kids themselves actually care about. So, you know, Kylie loves dinosaurs, so we can focus on those if we want. We can do whatever we want. Um, and when you're in a public school or private school or school outside of homeschool, <laughs> uh, they have to go by what the teacher wants. And the teacher has to teach all of the kids and so they can't necessarily focus on one specific kid so I think our children get a very focused education and I think it's been very beneficial for them yeah I think they're they're super smart and they get, even <laughs> and get to have a happy. say in it you know yeah and they get a say in what they're what they're learning um, I also love the feeling that I get when it clicks like it makes me feel so good when I see the kids learn something. Like you can see it on their face or like like the oh moment. The like aha moment. Yeah, like oh, now I get it. You know, I love seeing those. Um, and if they were in a school away from home, we wouldn't get to see those moments. I can remember when uh, back at the when we had our house and I was working. I came home from work one day and you guys had been doing – spelling or all about reading or all about spelling and Kylie was probably maybe in kindergarten or first grade or whatever it was and um she that day she had learned how to like spell words yeah okay and we were sitting in the car like and I was just like quizzing her for about 15 minutes yeah. <laughs> so actually she was she learned how to read three letter words yeah. But she, like, did it the opposite way. Like, she was in all about reading, not spelling. Okay. And you were spelling them to her, and um, or you were saying the words to her, and she was spelling them. And yep. Dad was getting so mad that you are getting them all right. He was like, I'm going to say them until you get it wrong. Because <laughs> he couldn't believe that you kept getting them right. It was right. awesome. Yeah. We were in a drive somewhere. I don't know where we were going, but he yeah. just kept saying them one after another, and he just couldn't believe it. I think those I think those moments were cool when I got to see you witness that because mm -hmm. I think you felt like what are they doing all day? Well, I wasn't involved in it <laughs> at yeah. that point, you know, I was just working. What are they doing all day? But then like that moment you actually saw that mm -hmm. she is learning. I'm not just giving her coloring pages. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what I love about homeschooling is seeing them apply what we've taught them. For example, Lexi just read her birthday cards in front of the entire birthday party. Yeah, this was in Michigan at my sister's house. Everyone was there. How many people were there? I don't know, probably 10, 20. 15, 20. 20 people were there, and Lexi read her cards in front of everybody. I was so proud of her. Yeah. And Dad thought that was so cool because he taught you. And I love that Kylie is always reading about all the things that we see and sharing facts all the time. Yeah, she knows more than me. I'm constantly asking her questions about things. If we go somewhere and we see animals and she'll just like, I'm like, oh, okay, didn't know that. Tell me about the dragon blood trees. Oh, yeah. 
I saw these trees on Instagram one time and I was like looking at them and I thought they were fake. Like I thought they were just like avatar trees. Yeah. Avatar trees or photoshopped or something. And I was like, look at these trees. And I threw the, threw the phone down. Just like, look at this like artistic photo. And Kylie's like, oh yeah, those are blood dragon trees. It's a dragon blood tree, <laughs> or right? Or dragon blood yeah. trees, whatever. They're like tall. They're like redwoods, but they're not that tall. Uh, but they have like flat tops. And they have like crazy looking. Yeah, they have like red underneath the top. Super pretty. And then green yeah. on the dirt. And you learned that strictly from one of your books that you have. Yeah, literally just one picture in the name. Yeah. <laughs> she She's like, yeah, let me show you. And she goes and gets the book, flips to the page. I was like, oh my goodness. Um, so yeah, I really like that. Lexi, what do you like? I can see my family more and do math all day. I can learn about something and see it in real life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so like you could learn about the Grand Canyon, the Grand Canyon, and then a couple weeks later, or many days later, you can go or be in the capital. <laughs> um, you can go there and actually like say like I learned about this when we weren't even here. What about you, Kai? My favorite thing of homeschooling is I get to learn about things that are in my, also in my backyard. We stayed in Grand Teton National Park, and we got to learn about the park and the animals we saw. Yep, and we were staying there. Yeah, and when Mom was working up in the front, and all she had to do was uh, take up the front blind and see the Great Teton. Or was, those, was that Glacier or Grand Tetons? Grand Tetons. That's when we were in the Grand Tetons. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, when we did the National Park Unit, um, I wasn't that excited to do Grand Teton. Yeah. And then we got there, and I was like, Well, away. the animals really yeah. sealed the deal for yeah. me. The mountains were cool. Don't get me wrong. I liked it's being gorgeous. there. It's just the scenery is beautiful. I mean, I thought we could just, like, I think we were there for a couple of weeks, and I was like, yeah, that'll be plenty of time. But all the animals were so cool. I could have stayed there longer. Yeah, we had a lot of bucket list animals on that trip. But mountain-wise, like, if we were to compare mountains, I think the glacier is better than oh, yeah. Tetons. <laughs> and that area is better. It's just the Tetons had way more animals. And yep. it was easier to, like, visit the park, I guess. Yeah. And I, I, I like, like, the colder national parks. <laughs> like, not the super hot ones. <laughs> I think the hardest part of homeschooling is... Um, not overwhelming the girls. And I've gotten better, but in the beginning... I feel like when I first started homeschooling the girls, like early 2020, we had a full day's worth of work. Yeah, I had like... I'm not even joking. We had so many different language arts things. And like, we'd have language arts in our morning basket. We'd have it like the good and the beautiful. We'd have the... Yeah, and I think at one point Kylie was doing the lessons of living education, the good and the beautiful, and <laughs> all about reading at the same time. <laughs> and those are three curriculums that stand alone. So, but now I just do spelling with dad. Yeah, <laughs> and, and then you all have my IEW. You still have quite a few, I guess. Um, but that's probably the hardest part is just making sure we keep it limited. Um, you have plenty of time to do all the things, so just. Don't stress yourself out. Yeah. And one, I guess one thing that I learned, it took me a little bit to learn, but um, if you're just starting out homeschooling, 
when you're teaching the kid a new curriculum or something, whatever, reading, spelling, math, um, a lot of that stuff is very repetitive, and that's how they learn it. I, I guess kind of in my head, had it where I'm going to teach you this thing right now, and you're supposed to know it. Mm-hmm. Where what is actually happening is you're learning about it, and... You're reviewing it. You're, <laughs> Dexter's you're, moaning. Yeah. You're learning about it, but you're not expected to master it right away. You know yeah. what I mean? So That's actually what I was saying earlier about the math program, um, The Good and the Beautiful. It's a spiral approach. So what it means is that you learn it now, and then you learn it again in a week, and then you learn it again in a week. And, you know, by the t- the end of the year, the whole math program builds on itself. Yeah. So it's like a spiral. It's not a master program. Some programs are a master where you master it, and then you move on. Um, but I think every single curriculum we have is a spiral spiral approach and we like that and And like in my math like every like review each lesson and um and i review like things that i've learned like like 20 lessons yeah like a while ago so it's just one of those things you just have to have patience and and then another thing just like the opposite of public school you know if if you need to go back and redo a whole unit or lesson or whatever you can do that yep multiple times if you want you need to have patience and memory yep i've actually said that a few times like if you have to slow down because it's too complicated slow down like we don't have to push our kids through to the next grade (laughs) they're fine um and then finally the last struggle we have is storage and that's because we only literally have so much storage (laughs) we can't just you know add on or put it in the basement or whatever um we only have this little bit we don't have a basement (laughs) so we have to depend on the ipad for some things um yeah that's where the digital stuff comes in handy yep and then we also uh use the computer and the kindle that's what i was thinking of um we take advantage of the kindle a lot and i think that's it that's our homeschool in a wrap. I mean, homeschool is not complicated. I think you just have to remind yourself that, like, you are their best educator that could possibly they could possibly get. You know them better than anyone in this world. And if you don't know how to do something, you will figure it out. You'll and there's a giant homeschool community community that yeah. you can reach out to. And if you don't know it and you don't want to teach it, like chemistry. <laughs> I'm going to skip that one. Um, You can outsource it. So there's tutors, there's online, like Kylie does the IEW now. That is, Tony barely does anything there. Um, He just has to correct her work. He just tells me what to do and corrects my work and stuff. Yep. He doesn't really tell you what to do either. Yeah, I I also have the sheet of like Yeah, We usually talk about it before, but Mm -hmm. yeah, I'm I'm really not very hands-on with that. Like in Fix-It Grammar where there's like a new thing that I need to learn about, he normally talks to me about that. So I think that's a wrap. We're going to skip the segment today. (laughs) This is a long podcast. I didn't want to make it two, so. Because it's not really our theme, but we get asked about homeschool a lot, so I wanted to make sure that we did one at least so we could plug it in. Um, You say it's not really RV-related, but. For a full-time family, I think it applies. You know yeah, what I mean? Like, yeah, it yeah. is. I mean, for a full-time family, you really do need to homeschool, I guess. 
There's really no other way unless you, you can do, do virtual schooling, but that's a whole other animal. Yeah, that would have to be someone else. You'd have to have internet. <laughs> <laughs> Consistent. You'd have to have reliable. Starlink. Yeah. Yeah. Our Starlink works pretty good for yep. the most part. But. Um, but I love it, and it just adds into this this lifestyle that we have, and I think it fits perfectly. Do you love it? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the other thing, advantage of homeschooling is our kids get to stay up till 10.35 to do a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> or on Friday nights, we get to stay up till 12 o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> when I was your age, I had to be to bed like by 8 or something because I had to be to the bus stop by 7 a.m. Wow. Or, you know. In all weather. And sometimes, even when I go to bed at like 12.30 something, <laughs> or 1 in the morning, I still get up at like 7. <laughs> Whatever. Sometimes. Yeah. that out anyways. <laughs> Lexi should be tired. She got up really late. I know it. All right, cool. Let's wrap this up. All right. Bye. Make sure you follow us at The Faolas on Instagram and Facebook. You can get the links to the show notes at thefaolas.com slash 34. Yeah. <laughs> and you can sign up for our newsletter at thefailers.com slash email. Yep. I was about to say 34. <laughs> and if you have any questions about homeschooling, feel free to reach out to Kristen. <laughs> <laughs> you can DM me <laughs> on Instagram. <laughs> All right, cool. That's a wrap. Bye. 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 Homeschooling. Dun, 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 dun. Cool. Hit the intro. Hit it. Hit it. Hit it. We're starting it now. Like the what podcast is? <laughs> oh. On Fridays, they do like leather, right? Leather. Right, uh, right on that leather. <laughs> leather. It, right on it. <laughs> Let's say that again. Today on episode 34. <laughs> what should we say? Is it on you? No. Oh, it's right there. Get it. Where'd it go? Take it in your mouth, Lexi. Breathe it in. Is there anything else? Let me move my entire body around this table. <laughs> she was making fun of me. I could still. Yeah. No, wait, sorry. Hold on. <laughs> Aren't you worried you're not smart enough to teach your kids? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Are you qualified? Are you qualified to teach your children? Uh, let me kill this moth real quick so we can operate. No, don't kill it. Kylie, Kylie, stop. Come on. I don't know what I'm gonna say. <laughs> <laughs> Insert audio here. <laughs> that water and tea go.
Lexi. What? You gonna start it? <laughs> I was looking, I was reading through my notes. So how long are our home? How do you say it? I don't Pudua. know. Pudua, right? Or something like that? Pudua? 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 I don't know. You can leave Kyle. Andrew. Oh, I also have to go pee here. <sighs> um, but life schools, not life. That's <laughs> it. <laughs> <sighs> Mm-hmm. <laughs>